Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. Rob Centers, our fabulous producer. It is the fourth day of August. Believe it or don't, it's August. How it got to be that, I don't know. It is 2020. Well, that's because we ran out of July. I guess so. But <laughs> what happened? The last, th- the last thing I remember it was St. Patrick's Day and boom, it's August. <laughs> Gee, I was remembering Valentine's Day in February. That was the last nice holiday we had, right? I do not without, remember. Oh, yeah, without the pandemic. Without the pandemic. So. Oh, except for those prescient people on MSNBC who saw it coming in January. It was, it was, we were in trouble then. Right. Well, yeah, I was one of the people that when the president said uh, he was doing a, a travel ban from China, which, as it turned out later, was had so many asterisks to it, anybody could get in or out anyway. Right. But I, I just assumed it was part of his xenophobia, you know, that he didn't want anybody in the U.S. from another country. Yeah, boy. So well, that's I what guess Joe Biden said. He was I xenophobic. Miss, I, I missed that one. So yep. I am looking at the uh, uh, dashboard from uh, AccuWeather for Sealands Grove, the Penn Valley Airport, Sealands Grove. They say 1.4 inches of rain. Now, our rain gauge fell over out back a little while ago. When it gets an inch or so of rain and it falls <laughs> over because it's on a very <laughs> bad stick. So we got to fix that. But nonetheless. So uh, you know it was north of an inch. Right. One po- Well, it, like maybe 1.1 inches or so. We don't, we don't really know. <laughs> Nobody's ever there when it falls over. Well, why don't you assign somebody to stand out there and hold it up? That could be your job. You're retired. <laughs> right. I'm retired. Got nothing better time. to do. You don't have to do anything except. Will the company provide me with an umbrella? Sure, sure. We got one. Okay. Yeah, I have one. Sign me up. I'll take uh, two to four. I have a, a great big <laughs> daily item golf umbrella. However, if I'll I hold the umbrella you. and I'm holding the unit, won't I be blocking the water from getting in the unit? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, there's the dilemma uh, right there. There's a pickle. <laughs> so, yeah, no, you will give you, we'll give you a slicker, a slicker and some rubbers, and that's all you get to stand out there. <laughs> so, 1.43 inches of rain so far in in the rain gauge at the airport. That's probably pretty accurate and pretty current. So, we'll keep an eye on that. Did I have galoshes instead? <laughs> yes, galoshes. Thank you. <laughs> oh, the, with those big metal buckles on. <laughs> I used to like those. On the market sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. And you can text us at 70236. Joe, I turn the floor over to you. What's going on? Oh, this is a big day for Joe Biden. All you Joe Biden supporters, pay close attention. He got a magnificent endorsement yesterday, one that he should be terribly proud of because his uh, campaign manager who was on Fox said that they welcome everybody who's part of the uh, the effort to uh, defeat Donald Trump, but the Revolutionary Communist Party of the United States of America has endorsed Joe Biden for president, saying he, it is an essential, voting for Biden is an essential part of the struggle against a fascist nation. 
Everybody's for Joe Biden, I, you know, including I, the Revolutionary I, Communist Party of the United States of America. I know you and I sort of question uh, Joe Biden as a candidate, and and that's fine. And I, we certainly question uh, President Trump as a candidate. But uh, one poll shows him like 13 points ahead now, and and including in some of these battleground states, you know, like the Michigans and right. not, he's not ahead in Florida, but um, in Michigan and in Pennsylvania, he's gone from. Uh, I don't know what do they call it. If you could go either way, um, battleground. Could, they call them battleground well, yeah, states I mean, for if, a reason. If the polling shows that the margin of error, right? The electoral college was showing that they could okay. go either way, and now uh, Pennsylvania's leaning Biden. So. Um, well, more than leaning, the last poll I saw said it was rather rather heavily well, in Well, Franklin and Marshall, he, he seems to have it a little bit farther out. But in any event, uh, bottom line is. You know, President Trump, he's not, I'm not going to say he's in trouble, but he has his work cut out for him for the next couple of months if he's going to follow Lawrence's worthless recipe to get reelected. So he's, well, where he's do got the, a lot where to does do. the Revolutionary Communist Party of the United States figure into Biden's <laughs> campaign strategy? Just out I don't know of how many people are in it. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe the, <laughs> they're all free thinkers. I doubt that they follow in lockstep. Well, with as Bernie Lawrence. said, he's going to be the most progressive president in the history of the United States of America. Joe Biden. Probably he's going to be so progressive that he's going to be right up there with the uh, Revolutionary Communist Party of the USA. Well, does all this sort of underscore how critically important that vice presidential selection is because, uh, well, he keeps saying she, she's going to have to have somebody with broad appeal yeah. that m- maybe isn't as progressive as him. Well, a lot of the Democrats are really up in arms over the fact that he might be considering Rice for the position, okay. saying that she brings all the Benghazi baggage along. But they've said Benghazi was disproved, so why should that matter at all. Hmm. Well, because it, it's, it has that Fox News stick to it. You know, it's like the president constantly harping on uh, socialism and stuff. So eventually, you know, some of the, for, for his listeners, that would stick, even though it's not true. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, the Democrats do the same thing. They'll attribute things to President Trump, although you really don't need any uh, oh, he puts his foot in his mouth quite well right, on his you, own. You don't need any. What if Washington Post <laughs> says he's up to like 24,000 lies so far. So Well, you know, Biden's doing, Biden ain't doing bad in that regard either. There's an interesting story today about lying Joe Biden, who's also hiding. Uh, Molly Hemingway examined Biden's bizarre false arrest claim, saying they're part of a track record of lying. Uh, he's dreamed of it, and he thought of it a great deal, Hemingway said, senior editor at The Federalist. He's had a lifetime of storytelling. I mean, I don't think he's the only politician out there to exaggerate or tell stories, but he really is notable for this, and it was something that caused problems for him in his first ran, run for president in 88. Uh, when that candidacy was derailed by his lies and plagiarism. Biden was forced to walk back his claim that he was arrested in an apartheid-era South Africa three decades ago (laughs) when trying to visit Nelson Mandela. The claim was just the latest in the former vice president's string of falsehoods. He adopted a fake persona of a British politician. He lied extensively about his academic record. He's lied about the circumstances of his family's fatal car crash in 1972. He lied about whether the person who was involved in that was responsible or whether he had been consuming alcohol. Whether he was, meaning Joe. Joe, was. yes. Okay. So, 
Hmm. Lie and Joe hiding Biden. So what's that, a half a dozen lies right there? Well, I mean, my only point is I'm not saying that Biden is worse than the president, far from it. But, you know, we have here two people who seem to have only a nodding acquaintance with the truth. <laughs> I don't know. 20,000 lies versus a half a dozen you just mentioned. Well, As we soon, don't know uh, how many Biden has told. Right, you know, the media covers dozens, up for him. Right. There's probably dozens. Well, and you notice he's not you know, all those things you mentioned. You have to pay attention to Fox News if you want to hear them. Uh, Joe Biden's not being scrutinized in a sort of a, a valid way. And you say well, aggressive a, reporters don't attend his open press functions. In 2008, Biden claimed he was arrested while an undergraduate student at the University of Delaware when he accidentally wandered into a woman's locker room during a trip to the University of Ohio in 2012. He, or in 20, 2012, rather, Biden clarified his statement, saying that while he wasn't quite arrested, he almost was. He was almost arrested. <laughs> oh, people do that all the time. You know, they got... He was almost endorsed by the Revolutionary Communist Party. No, actually, yeah, no, he was endorsed he was. by them. But uh, um, people say that, you know, I got arrested for speeding, you know, so... But anyway, well, you know, his worst lie is is not as bad as the president's <laughs> deadly accumulation. But in any event, like I said, the election has nothing to do with that. Joe Biden could have lied his way into every single phrase he's ever used in this election. There's still Democrats that are going to vote for him because they don't want to vote for uh, President oh, well. Trump. And, of course, President Trump's supporters aren't going to vote for uh, Joe Biden under any circumstances at all whatsoever. They don't want socialism or a Democrat in there of some other ilk. So. Uh, that's what the election's about. Do you that's think why the president could do anything between now and then, and Joe Biden could do anything between now and then. It doesn't matter. If Biden wins, do you think he'll be beholden to the Revolutionary Communist Party <laughs> of the United States them. of America? What do they Probably ask? have to appoint somebody to a high-level position. <laughs> what are they asking him to do? I don't know. We'll have to find out. Uh, Stan, thank you so much for memorizing the telephone number. I've received a text <laughs> that I never gave it out, so thank you for that. Good morning. You're it's in on my the phone. Good for you. Uh, Biden, Biden being endorsed by the commies in this country is pretty, pretty amazing. But then again, one of his one of his candidates for a shortlist on the shortlist of the VP is a communist. That'd be Karen Bass out of California. Okay. So I mean that that would that would make sense. I mean that's that's you know because you know we all know that if Bi if Biden should happen. Oh, I can't even think about it. Become the president. We know that he won't be there long because there's no way that he could handle the job. So whoever they install as his vice uh, president, president, yeah, his vice presidential running mate will become president. So and and if he picks Karen Bass because she's you know she's she ticks a lot of the right boxes off. She's black. She's a woman. She's a communist. And you know, I, you know, that, that's what's going to happen. So uh, that endorsement seems pretty right on line with the way he thinks. I, I hate to admit or it, maybe but I'm he not. He doesn't think a lot, so. <laughs> I'm not terribly familiar with Karen Bass. Now you say she's a communist. Is that your opinion of her political no, uh, leanings, or is, no, is she no. a registered communist? Well, <laughs> when she was 19 years old in the 70s. She visited. Uh, oh, she's the one that visited Cuba. Cuba. Okay, I got it now. All right. Yeah, she 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 was part of their. I it's a Spanish brigade. I, I forget what it is, but run by the Cuban intelligence agencies. She was a leader in that. So it's you know that's public knowledge. And in the seventies, the 
the L.A. Police Department was, and they got stopped for it because they got sued. They said it was illegal uh, surveillance. But they, you know, the surveillance, they put the paperwork out because Gates was a little, I guess was the police chief at the time. He was a little unhappy with it. So he put all the information that they had out into the public domain. And, and she was called a leader by the, her fellow communists, by the communists, you know, whatever the newsletter, newspaper that they were printing at the time. She was considered the leader of that particular brigade. And she was one of the earlier participants in that because she was like brigade number six and they're up to 50 some now. They're still doing it out of, out of Russia. Well, I mean, out of Cuba. In fairness, so, in fairness to her, uh, in an interview she gave to NBC, which is, you know, is far right, haha. Right. Uh, she uh, has denied that she is a communist. She said, "Do not believe the lies of the Republicans. I'm not a socialist. I'm not a communist. I belong to one party my entire life, and that's the Democratic Party. And I'm a Christian." Oh uh, well, that explains a lot about the Democrat Party then. Uh, but I mean, that's. It's it's things that she did. It's proven that she did these things. And how many so years ago was this? How, why, why 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 was she down there taking you know taking whatever she was taking from the the Cubans you know the com- communist regime and bringing their her, their thinking back here to this country trying and she was a community organizer you know trying to change people's mind about socialism uh, you know socialism's good according to them. And what has she done lately? I guess all of the candidates for president are, you know, mostly hailing, saying, "This is what I've done for you lately." What has she done lately? Well, not, nothing that I know of, as far as anything good. I'm sure she has quite a list of accomplishments. So yeah, we'll have to bone uh, up on her and see about the rest of it. Well, uh, yeah, her, the her, rest her of one the accomplishment was she was the first woman, I think, believe <laughs> African American woman that was a speaker of the the. California House. There you go. Okay. So do you, do you think she did praise? She did praise El Jefe uh, Castro when he did die. Oh well. Okay. I, you know, there are a lot of people know, who are happy to celebrate you know, you that occasion. Look at their verbiage and stuff like that. When they're praising a, a, a murderous dictator when they die, you know, saying he was a great man and stuff. That, that that's a clue. Right. Well, the only thing that worries me is whether or not they, that Biden, if elected, given his endorsement today by the American communists, will want to change from Mr. President to Comrade Biden. <laughs> like I said, I don't think he knows what's going on. <laughs> I, I, that's a sad, it's a sad situation. But I, I think they're committing, his handlers are committing elder abuse. And, you know, they're talking about not, you know, the New York Times put an editorial out. Biden should not debate Trump. All right. Thank so you so much. Stop. Why? Why? What's he afraid of? I got to stop you, Than or Stan. You're, you're saying too many bad things about Joe Biden. No, I'm just kidding. Your time's up. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking in. Thanks, Than. Right, have a good that. one. Uh, Bye, you man. too. Hold on, Than. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company, but I'll wait till after Than is done. He's got a lot of years left on him, but he's going to go on the radio right now. I, know, I think you're starting to show some mileage on him there, but he's you still ne- kicking. You, you never can tell. I might just <laughs> drop over right now. I can't believe how you guys are trying to get elected. Not you, Mark, so much, but Joe trying to get Trump reelected. You'd think you'd be a little afraid of this guy. And uh, you're pro-Trump speeches, mostly saying that uh, Joe Biden is not able and capable, which you, even you know, is not true. Uh, I know nothing of the kind. uh, (laughs) Is just trying to get Trump reelected in a kind of uh, backward door way. Not really. I I don't like President Trump the way he behaves. And matter of fact, as uh, someone pointed out to us, and we didn't get to catch it earlier, but David Duke, who is a former what ex wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, has endorsed Trump for re-election. So we have on one hand we have the KKK endorsing Trump and the communists endorsing Biden. As I've said before, like to, what, a like what a choice! What a choice! endorsing Biden. Of course that happens, and Trump doesn't want uh, what's his name and David. Uh, David. Do. Biden, Biden doesn't want uh, the communist Oh, not, no, wait a second. Not, not true, Sam. actually did that, that's one thing. The problem is, Joe, you gullible people were so gullible in 2016 that you listened to everything that Moscow put in our uh, social media. Well, forgive me, and Than, but I'm here's here's the, th- the here's the story thing happening ag- again. Than, here's the story. His campaign manager was on TV in an interview. Said, "We welcome, we welcome everyone who is opposed to Donald Trump." <laughs> so uh, that would include the Revolutionary Communist Party of the USA. Oh, absolutely, that would include almost every GOP person who likes the Republican Party and doesn't like where it's gone. They don't like Donald Trump either, but they'll put him back in. Aren't you? I mean, look at the Democrats. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, she was offered a one-week extension of the $600 for people to work on an agreement, and she said no. The Democrats turned it down. You know, everybody's playing politics here, Than. It's just one more of the same, more of the same. And Joe Biden and you won't admit is your side is doing to, it. Uh, compromise to ever be president. You've made that up. Well, and he is too. Com- he is and too I compromised. In the Shemokin way of all of you Republicans, he is he is, he is an empty vessel. Like someone described him like a cork floating on top of the ocean. He goes whichever way the current's pushing him. And the wind. And the wind. And well, that's exactly what's happening. That Donald Trump is a rock floating on the ocean. And he's gone. Well, he he at November least adheres election. to his he adheres to his principles, like them or dislike them. President Trump has a set of things he believes in and espouses. Oh, he doesn't change them. Yeah, oh, let's hear them. Oh, you you, you tell I me what know. you tell me what Joe Biden's are, and I'll tell you what Trump's are. Joe Biden is just anything. He's far left. He's now for the Green New Deal. He was strong for police. Now he's opposed to them. 
You know, and you call him, and you're calling him a uh, person who is kind of delicate toward communists, while our president says uh, Putin is a good guy. Our intelligent people are bad guys. Who says I love uh, the Chinese dictator? He didn't and say that. He didn't say he loved did. him. He didn't say he loved him. What is it? You think it's a romance? <laughs> I'm in love with him. Is what he said. <laughs> That's which what he says. Like that. <laughs> What I wonder is why he goes with the, uh, 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 the what shall we call them, the uh, tough men of the world, as opposed to the folks that are trying to make peace. The tough who, who are these folks who are trying to make peace that he's opposed to? Tell me who they are. Well, no, he's well, just he's I just closest Democrats, friends. Number one. Oh, Democrats, That's okay. That most of us want to see. And who has done more to pull troops out of foreign lands than President Trump? <laughs> who had, which, you, which, which president? Well, let's, let's do the counts there, and you're right. Uh, we have pulled some troops out. Aren't you a little worried that he doesn't know where the countries are, where we're fighting? Doesn't it worry you that he doesn't understand the national and world politics? What country doesn't he know, Thad? What country doesn't he know where we're fighting? What country? (laughs) I forget. Well, you go ask him where. No, I'm asking you. Point, you're making the your assertion. You're at Afghanistan and see what he comes up. Well, with. he knows we're in Afghanistan. Maybe no, he, he can't doesn't. identify it on a map. Yeah, Can he you? Doesn't know where it is, but he knows we're there. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Thanks, Stan. Uh, please your... don't keep pushing Trump for office, Joe. Well, if it's I will stop, if I will stop, your if Republicans you... disagree with you, I will stop if you stop pushing Biden for president. How is that? <laughs> no, I found a good man who did a lot of good stuff in eight years, and yeah, he's got a lot of human characteristics, and you can pick him out all the time. He is not a uh, liar at all. The every oh, time oh, Trump no, opens his not. mouth. No, Biden's not a liar. He just All mistakes right, things. <laughs> Thank you he's so a, much, Stan. He's a politician. If a, Republican, if a Republican says something that's not true, it. that's a lie. Turn your mic off. If a Democrat says it, it's just misstated. <laughs> Thank Tell you. Tell Joe to shut up. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Mitchell. <laughs> All right, you too, Stan. Have a good I'll stand talk to you later. Take right. care, Thanks. See you, buddy. All right. You wouldn't believe we've been friends for a long time, would you? <laughs> and still are. The full clipping that Joe... Says David Duke, one of the U.S.'s most notorious racial extremists, has reiterated his support for Donald Trump's re-election campaign. Uh, I don't know who this is from, so we're, this is this not is from, from our writer. This is out of U.K. Okay, this is from a British organization. Well, okay. it's all over the Internet. Everybody right. else has it. That's just Has reiterated this. his support for Donald Trump's re-election campaign and suggested the vice president or the president replaces current vice president Mike Pence with Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Mr. Duke is a renowned neo-Nazi anti-Semite and white supremacist renowned, he's not just one, he's renowned, who founded a Ku Klux Klan chapter in the early 1970s. Since then, he has unsuccessfully run for office several times and endorsed various extremist figures and causes. But Tucker Carlson gets a gonzillion dollars to work for, work for Fox. I doubt that, even yeah, though he, isn't gonna take he has strong Republican He really ideals. replaced Bill O'Reilly. You know, O'Reilly was number one, number one, number one, and now O'Reilly's gone, and now Tucker Carlson's number one, number one, number one. I doubt he's going to want to step down and take a 
uh, public you know, salary. In, in all seriousness, I mean, you, you can't really help who endorses you. And I'm sure if Joe Biden had his druthers, he would rather the uh, Revolutionary Communist Party of the USA not endorse him. At least not publicly. Not publicly. But let's face it, he has adopted a large part of the far-left socialist agenda, Bernie Bernie Sanders. And so it's only natural that people are going to have some questions about it. Bob, what's up? Uh, yes, um, you know, good morning. Of course, as I look at past elections, um, I remember uh, when Ross Perot ran, mm. and like, like now I think what's needed um, possibly is maybe like a third-party candidate. You may have something there. Yeah. Well, the uh, but who? What is it? Jojo Jorgensen is well. The that's uh, that's libertarian. No, I think what he's talking about is a new third party like Ross Perot created. Am I right, Bob? Yes. All right. Something like that. <laughs> some national movement. Well, you walked him right into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's see. John Anderson. What was he? Is he he was independent. Was independent. It, I think the American Independent Party. I think was John okay. was his. But somebody like that, somebody, you know, although, uh, what's his name, Ron, has, is running the uh, rapper? He's running yeah. the birthday Kanye party? West. Kanye West. Now, so can you get behind Kanye West? I'm, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> well, Pennsylvania's ballot is locked in, though, so, although he could get write-ins. Yeah. I yeah, but anyhow, when I first registered to vote, I actually registered independent, and then I, uh, you know, did my homework as far as voting on the candidates and that, and then... Uh, you know, because I couldn't vote in a primary, and that I had to pick a, a party to vote in the primary, and that. But that, that's the way we do do this here in uh, Pennsylvania. Of course, like the other states are different in that. But maybe as an alternative, a third-party candidate. Huh? Good idea. All right, thank you. We'll need to drum one up. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's see, see. Who, who could we get? Um, let's see, somebody like Mitt who, Romney running independently. Who would be the greatest independent leader in the country? Unfortunately, I think he passed away this past week, Herman Cain. Okay. Now, here's a guy, a minority, a businessman, someone who understands the American way, mm -hmm. great sense of humor, great personality, smart guy, rose from the ranks, you know, practically from washing dishes to being a CEO. And, uh, you know, that was the kind of guy I, I liked him when he ran in the primary, what, four years ago or eight years ago. I thought he would make a great president then. I think he would have made one now. So, unfortunately, okay. Herman Cain is gone, so I don't know where we're going to find somebody else. And I don't think he would have run as an independent anyway. Who would be the greatest leader in the country right now to nominate and run for president? Have to be a write-in. I would hold out, and I know he's not too popular among Republicans at the moment, but I would say somebody like Tom Ridge would be a... I always thought Tom Ridge would be a great president. Okay. That's just me personally. Yeah. I, I loved him as governor. I, I was never too terribly impressed with almost anything that happened afterward. But, uh, uh, yeah, may, maybe. Uh, if, he'd wanted, if he wanted to run for president, the window's probably closed in his view. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, subpar host of the show, but fortunately we have a superlative co-host, as we always do here. Mr. Joe McGranahan is with us, mayor of Shemokin Dam, head of the CSVT Task Force, staunch Republican, natural-born listener. He does have the Fox News funnels firmly implanted in his ears. But Let me get my funnel. It needs adjusting. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, actually, look at the rain gauge. The amount of rain that we've received has gone down. It's so. gone down. Well, that means your <laughs> accounts for your thing falling over out back. Uh, Some of the water spilled out. Yeah, our rain gauge had <laughs> 1.4 in it earlier. Now it's 1.2. So, I don't know. Well, we'll maybe pres- some of it got sucked back up. I don't. Isn't that strange? Well, anyway, okay. So, well, somewhere between 1.2 and 1.3 inch or 1.4 inches of rain is how much rain that we've had. Actually, once you question its reliability, maybe that's not even right either. So, uh, in any event, uh, Joe Lundberg had predicted we'll get between one and two inches of precipitation today. We very, very much need it. We have about a six-inch rainfall deficit, and of course, uh, two inches of rain today. Most of that will run off, but some will count. Of course, so this will be helpful. Uh, we haven't been receiving sort of the daily thunderstorm. Uh, idea that uh, we need to kind of keep our precip going. On the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company, please check him out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. All four lines open right now, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about President Trump and an endorsement he got from David Duke and uh, by Vice President Joe Biden and the endorsement he got from the American Communist... Revolutionary uh, Communist Party of the United States of America. America. Let's thank get you. that word revolutionary in there, <laughs> okay. since it's part of their name. Okay, thank you. Yep, that's the What do revolutionary name. communist parties want to do? Create a communist revolution. They like to send mail letters to their legislators. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's you. Never mind. Right. So, All right. So, yeah, that's... Uh, but And everything in between we've been talking about. Uh, so we invite you to call us and endorse Joe Biden if you'd like to. Uh, now is your opportunity. 1-800-795-9565. On the mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us at 70236. If you're a Text Connect member, just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. An overnight accident had a section of Route 890 closed for a time. The road is now open and state police are investigating. The road was closed near the intersection with Brush Valley Road after 1.45 a.m. collision between two vehicles. At least one person said to be taken to the hospital. A diesel fuel spill had to be cleaned up there, and volunteers were on the scene for hours. A new Columbia woman is charged with making terroristic threats after she threatened Evangelical Community Hospital staff over a masking policy. According to NorthCentralPA.com, Glenda Richards attempting to enter the hospital July 2nd when she became uncooperative during the COVID-19 screening process. A nurse who was stationed at the door to conduct the screenings told state police Richards refused to comply with the hospital's mask-wearing policy and blew in the nurse's face two times, yelled at her, threatened her, and refused to answer the questions. Richards was charged with making terroristic threats with intent to terrorize another person, terroristic threats that caused serious public inconvenience, simple assault, reckless endangerment, and disorderly conduct. She'll face a magistrate's hearing. 
Governor Tom Wolf says that it would be very unlikely there would be fall sports if a district curtails any of their schooling during the day. If the school is going completely virtual, it seems hard to justify uh, having uh, uh, in-person contact sports being played in the in the fall. If the, if the school is going to be open, feels it safe, teachers, administrators, parents feel it safe to, to reopen, then, then that's a different proposition for contact sports. Some additional guidelines for schools are due out tomorrow from the state. State Department of Health says there are six new COVID-19 cases in the Valley, four are in Northumberland County, two each in Snyder and Union Counties. No new deaths reported in our local area or in Pennsylvania because of COVID-19. At the Lewisburg Federal Pen, uh, they say they still have the same number of positive tests there, 35 positive tests among inmates, and they're confirming to us finally one staff member has recovered from COVID-19. Imagine if you lost your job on St. Patrick's Day and tried to get jobless benefits from Pennsylvania and still couldn't get through. That is the fate for hundreds of people in Pennsylvania who still can't get through to the state. LNI Secretary Jerry Oleksiak says the department has more than doubled its unemployment compensation service center staff with employees having worked in excess of 216,000 hours of overtime since March 15th. Oleksiak says the department has also improved its response to emails and phone calls. Thus far since March 15th, about 645,000 emails have been answered, about 290,000 phone calls, about 118,000 live chats, and over 255,000 calls answered by our virtual assistant. While he realizes some people are still having problems getting through to the department, Alexiak says they're continuing to look at ways to improve customer service. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. They could try answering the I phone. Was just, I was going <laughs> to say that. How about, hello, labor and industry? Right. Get more lines. All right. Get more people. Can you imagine, though? St. Patrick's Day, you lose your job. They say, you know, no need to come back tomorrow, COVID. You know, you work at a cafeteria, so they're not serving anybody. So uh, that's that. Well, you know, what would Ronald Reagan always say? The most scary words in the English language. I'm from the government. I'm here to help you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Finally, Seattle's police chief is urging the city council to tell protesters to stop visiting the homes of elected officials and others during the emotional debates over reducing funding for police. The police chief, Carmen Best, wrote a letter to the council after protesters showed up at her home Saturday night. Best says council members needed to forcefully call for the end of the tactics. Protesters recently appeared outside the homes of the mayor Jenny Durkin and some people on the city council as demonstrators continue to call for defunding the police in Seattle. Authorities assured Best her family and property would be protected from the protesters, but they declined to actually suggest that protesters not show up at the homes of elected officials. See, isn't that an American tradition that if you... uh, are in an elected office, people standing on your sidewalk and in the road outside your home, they get to voice their dissatisfaction with your decision-making. Peaceful intent, and sometimes it works out well, as when Billy Allred went to see the governor, and the governor came out and talked to him. What about yelling in the middle of the night all night No, I don't think that's right. That's disturbing the peace. Okay. Almost every community has some kind of ordinance against that. I mean, I can stand in front of your house quietly with a sign 24 hours a day, but if I start screaming at you at the top of my lungs at 3 in the morning, 
someone's going to come and haul me away. But what if it's a life or death issue and the council or the mayor or the police chief refuse to act? What's a life or death issue? Give me an example of something that the mayor would have to do at 3 o'clock in the morning because somebody is screaming at him. Well, at the heart of the George Floyd issue, you could argue that uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, that the, the lives of individuals who are black are being lost at a, at a greater rate at the hands of police, so the defunding or refunding or dis, you know changing the funding yeah, that's is life or death for them. That's not true. I mean, they're not... For them. You're you're making something, an everyday occurrence that is very, very rare. I mean, yes, there are tragic incidences incidents where that's happened. So you're saying but there's it's no not systemic every, it's, racism No, no, no. I'm going back to your idea that there's some logical reason why somebody should be screaming in front of my house in the middle of the night. You said a matter of life and death. Mm-hmm. I ask you what the life and death matter was. That isn't something that might happen three months from now. That's something that is imminent, that I'm, you know, someone's got a gun to your head and I'm screaming to get you help. Well, we know that that's sy- a life or death issue. We know that systemic racism is fake for blacks, okay, whether no, it's, it's not at the hands fatal. of police or in health care or just a lack of opportunity. We know that we have a long way to go in this country. So do Black Lives Matter have the right to talk about changing yes, they police have, tactics they do, but in the middle of the night loud in front of your house? No, not loud in the middle of the night in front of so my there, house. You so want to have a discussion with me, call me up. Call me up, and I'll sit down and talk with you, and we'll have a discussion. That's fabulous. But don't scream at me at 3 o'clock in the morning and expect me to be happy about it. So you, when they argue that black lives matter and you say, well, not that much, I have to get my sleep. They matter. Maybe but, they're right. But what is going to happen at 3 o'clock in the morning? How are we going to solve the issue at 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, huh? I, think, I think when people get fed up with wrongs in this nation, you have to take drastic action. You can't just write a letter. You, like you like to write letters to your legislators. Showing up in front and, of my and house. And that is perfect. You, you should keep doing that. Showing up in There's front no of my house is enough. Helps. I mean, I, I, can, okay. I can. you can come to my house with a sign, and I will see what your sign says, and I will, you know, engage you uh, to talk to you about the sign if I'm a good politician. But that doesn't mean I, I – what if I came to your house at 3 o'clock in the morning and screamed out my answer? What if we were killing uh, – well, uh, if, Would if, you like if lives are at stake, if it's a but if they're issue, not even I- then you shouldn't wake up a mayor. No, right? come on, okay. they're not imminently at, at risk. If okay. it's imminent, then you. yes. But you know, some potential that you think no. might happen. You, you've got to wake up, man. You're not woke enough. Me? I'm, I'm You're not. back asleep. <laughs> oh, that's true. The mayor <laughs> needs to be woke. So we're going to stand out of his, his house. And yeah. All right, we've got one call coming oh, in. And my favorite of, of the emails we got says, I'm a member of the Bull Moose Party, and I'm still waiting for a candidate. Okay, and they read the one right next to it. says, Joe Biden's relationship and his promoting of Senator Robert Byrd, a former KKK Klansman and Grand Wizard, is strange indeed. Yes, they're, they're, I'm sure if he were alive today, Robert Byrd would be in. Joe I think Biden. that's a Fox News myth. No, it's not. He did support him. When? When he was alive. I mean, Biden has a history what of working year was with this. It, back in the seventies and eighties. Not because of his KKK functions. No, maybe, but despite maybe, maybe despite them, despite them, perhaps. Honest. But he still endorsed him and Come worked on. with him. Get those but, I mean, funnels Biden, turned down. You're Biden's killing a, people. Biden's a main chance politician. He's that cork floating on the ocean. Whichever oh. way the wind is blowing or the current, <laughs> well, no going, argument there. There he is. Right there's, there. That's fine. But KKK. Come on now.
Why? You're willing to say the president's in with the KKK? Uh, well, I did. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, you did. He just loves them. He is not part of them. Right. And Joe Biden is just thrilled to have the endorsement of the Revolutionary Communist Party of the right, USA this today. Is, this is circular. <laughs> to the upper right-hand corner and then says, the call. Good morning. My opinion, America is unhappy in the state that she's in. I think she would rather, well, I will put it as easy as possible, cease to exist. I suggest since we are in the midst of change, change America's name because this isn't America. Take your pick. I, uh, I'm sure it will pass in all branches of the government after November 3rd. So what, what will our new name be? The Revolutionary Communist Party of America State. Well, you we can drop America <laughs> altogether. All right. The Revolutionary Communist Nation. United States of Fox News. That's what Joe would like it to be. And as one final one says, sniffing women's hair is certainly preferable to what Trump has done to women. But when you're a celebrity, they let you do it, right? Has President Trump ever been accused of rape? Not Well, I think he was by somebody, but mm-hmm. it never went anywhere. Okay. Just as Joe Biden has been accused of rape, and it never went anywhere. All right. The deep burying. Well, um, you don't have to worry. The Washington Post had a, a short paragraph over the weekend that they're still investigating the rape claims. Oh, are they? Oh, the I'm, I'm sure that'll come out. It's investigating <laughs> Joe Biden. Oh, boy. Nothing like the Post investigating <laughs> a left-wing politician. We're uh, going to get to the bottom of this oh, we'll, we'll have all the facts. All right. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for participating in this discussion. Are you sure you want to join in? <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Take, thank you for taking my call. However, my name is not Eric. My name is Ivan. Uh-huh. I'm an illegal alien with children on public assistance. I plan on voting several times during, via <laughs> mail-in ballots at the election. Oh, I was dear. in Portland helping to pull down statues. And yes, I am for Vice President Biden for president. Okay. <laughs> well, you sound this fairly typical. As, as, as the, and I just, I'm looking right now at the Revolutionary Communist Party USA and their whatever. Does anyone stop, want to stop to think that the uh, communists want to endorse President or Vice President Biden for president because they fully want the president, current president to be reelected so that he and Mr. Putin continue their loving relationship. We continue to pull our troops out of uh, Germany and prepare for an invasion from Russia to take over NATO, which President uh, Trump also wants to get rid of. Now, would you believe that? Would you let me ask you this? Let me ask you this question, Eric. Would yeah. Would you agree then that uh, David Duke endorsing the president was oh, the same thing? Yeah, I, mean, I think David Duke's views fall for the president's views much more in line. Well, I think than, that the than Communist Party <laughs> party views uh, fall with Vice President. Uh, Vice President's views. Well, we'll have to agree to right. disagree agree on that, that one. No, I wouldn't. Can we agree on that? Nope. No, we can't. No. I, I'm sorry. Don't agree with you on that. I oh, think so, that so. Joe Biden has adopted so much of the far-left agenda that he's he's really in lockstep with them. And as the head of the Communist Party said, uh, voting for Biden is an essential part of the struggle against a fascist nation. And who has had that, that great relationship with the, the number one communist uh, nation? In the in the world, the Chinese communists, Joe oh, Biden. Or, well, okay, we'll Joe give Biden. You that one. Uh, well, President uh, has been pretty chummy with them when it was right to be chummy with them, and now it's not chummy with them. But uh, with Mr. Putin, who has had the good relationship with Mr. Putin, who is who has who has complimented Mr. Putin on the job he's doing over there. Well, the president has said nice things about Putin, but he's also been tough on him. You know, it's kind of like the carrot and the stick to me. If your behavior is good, I praise you. If your behavior is bad, I smack you. 
and the pulling of the troops out of Germany? Uh, he's been committed since day one of reducing the size of our military footprint and having other nations assume more of the financial burden of maintaining their own safety, and I support that entirely. And that doesn't give signs to Mr. Putin that uh, a move against NATO might not be a bad idea right now? Well, the president hasn't backed off of his support for NATO. He's talked to them about paying more than more of their fair share, which is tough love. He has not ever love. threatened to pull out of NATO? I said he hasn't pulled out of NATO. He has threatened. Well, he hasn't, but he has threatened to. Well, but, you know, he's trying to make a point. He's not. You're saying he's actually going to act on it. He's not. He's making a you're point. Right. We can't take the president at face value what he says. No. Thank he's, you. He's, I, I agree with you. Finally, Joe, something to agree upon. He's making what the a, president says and what he means are two different things. We can't trust what he's He's making a point the same way Obama makes points. Every president makes points. You, you threaten drastic action, and then you, you want to modify their behavior through okay, that. Okay, but then we threaten drastic action about pulling out of NATO, and then unilaterally pull out several thousand troops out of uh, one of the strategic points in, in Europe. But you're talking about several years in between those things. He didn't threaten to pull out of NATO last week. It was a couple of years back. Okay, and he has now refuted that and said, no, NATO is a good thing. We're going to stay there. I'm just unilaterally pulling the troops out because on a whim. No, he's not doing it on a whim. His, all along he said he wanted to, you know, bring American troops home, get them out of harm's way, and have other nations assume more responsibility for their own defense. Is that wrong? To pull out of NATO as He like didn't this, pull like out of NATO. Yeah. He didn't pull out of NATO. He pulled some troops out of Germany. And that's part of NATO, is it not? It is, but the Germans are picking up... Alliance? The Germany Ger is one of the first signers, I remember my history. Right, and the Germans are certainly... Uh, and now spending more on their own defense than they did in the past. Even Angela Merkel admitted that they had an obligation to pick up their spending. So what's the difference if Germany defends itself or if we defend Germany? Well, Isn't because we know we have the, the, the big weapons and Germany just has the small weapons. And to me, it looks like it's uh, one more step, if you want to be a theorist about it, one more step toward just being one of one of Putin's boys, and if you truly want to talk about someone being closer to communism, then I think you have to look at our current president, not the uh, next president. Well, what, will po be what policy Biden. has he espoused? What policy, politically, has he espoused that you believe is communistic or benefits the communism? Uh, let's see, reducing NATO, pulling. No, no, out I, of said a I said a policy, a policy like an internal policy, a well, law. Well, okay, so he said it, but he didn't do it. So we can't. You will admit then what the president says we cannot uh, take at face value. I don't think you can take any president's word at face value, given the <laughs> international situation. Obama lied. He made up things. Every president has done that. We don't know all that goes behind it. It's just this president doesn't get any benefit of the doubt. And uh, President Obama ha was a kissing cousin with uh, as uh, our current president is? No, I, I think president. I think President Obama was a decent guy. I think he tried to do what he thought was best for the country. I disagree with him, but I'm not going to hold him down and call him names or insult him or do anything like that. I mean, he was a good president in his own way, and I think President Trump is a good president in his own way. You may not like that way. I may not like every element of that way, but I think he is. His heart's in the right direction. He's trying to bring American troops out of harm's way, make other countries pay for more of their own defense. He's trying to bring jobs and 
manufacturing back to the United States of America. He's holding our economic partners to a tougher standard of support and fairness than any president has done before. That's not being a bad president in my view. Let's take a, let's, this, this, if we have time, let's just, just take a step to the right, as we say. Uh, what do you think about the president's whole TikTok thing and now basically kind of setting up this deal for, um, I forget who's going to buy TikTok now. Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, is not Microsoft one of the president's supporters? I mean, does this no. uh, back a view of, hey, let's He didn't think of that. The president isn't a, uh, Microsoft is not a big supporter of the president. Gates is kind of liberal. All right. got to move on, Eric. Thank you so thank much. You, Good debate, Eric. Call again. Away, so Eric's back. So call again. Call. <laughs> no, well, Eric, I'm back. sorry. We didn't know you were Ivan. I forgot about that. <laughs> Ivan snuck in the country. All right. got caller standing by. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's is the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, upper right-hand corner, and then we'll go to Dan. It says, after listening to Stan and Joe's diatribes, perhaps a person, woman, man, camera, TV test is in order. Tom. Hey, Tom, it's a camel. No, it's a camera. Not according to the, I'm looking at the sheet. It's a lion, a camel, and a hippopotamus. That's not. You're looking at a different I'm looking aspect. at the Montreal just, cognitive see, assessment test. No, the president was asked to name five things and then repeat them later. Person, woman, camera, TV, and TV are the name things. What you're looking at are the tests where he's supposed to identify the animals, lion, Well, I've hippo, identified them. There are three of rhinoceros, them. rhinoceros, I mean. There's and, a uh, lion, a rhinoceros. And a camel. Right. That's a separate part of the test. That's well, not the I memory passed. portion. You so, passed, Tom, yeah. Nah, 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 I passed, Tom. <laughs> yeah, well, I love the meme after that cognitive test said uh, picture of Jane Goodall and Coco the gorilla and said, What does President Trump have in common with Coco the gorilla? They both passed the Montreal <laughs> cognitive <laughs> assessment test. Well, at least they no, took it. Joe Biden hasn't taken it. Seriously, though, uh, neither of the candidates has significant mental decline. You know, you you could love them or hate them because of the fact that their politics or their policies or whatever, and we're making fun of their age a little bit. But honestly, they're they're both as sharp as they need to be to be president. Well, Well, we don't know because Biden won't come out of his basement and answer tough questions. When he shows up with with Chris Wallace, I'll admit I'm wrong. Joe, or I'm sorry, Joe, you're on the mark. <laughs> Joe McGranahan, you're on the mark. Thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Just call me Ivan. And Dan, you're on the mark, <laughs> hey, too. Hey, good morning, fellas. Well, I'm going back to Bobby's call. And the thing is, I think we have an independent party right now. It's called the Trump Party. Huh. 
the Republicans, the establishment Republicans will not, they won't endorse Trump. They don't go along with what Trump believes. And it's the George Will group, the Tom Ridge group, John Kasich, all of them, they don't, they're not really with Trump. And so I think the people that voted for Trump, they weren't voting for Trump because he was a Republican. They were voting for Trump because he was Trump and he was going to... Yeah, be against the establishment. You just mentioned the members of the Rhino Party. Right. That's what <laughs> I... The test. That's, that, that, we can look... We sort of look at it like that, and they never... They don't ever go along with... They can't say good things. The Bushes, the same way, the Bushes, uh, they... They come out against Trump, different policies he's taken. They never did against President Obama. So, in a way, I think we have a new party. And I don't know what's going to happen in the years to come. Because this, if, if the Republican establishment would have somehow railroaded Trump out, which they tried to do. They didn't. They really didn't want him. He was like a hot potato for them. You know what? Dan from New Berlin was gonna. I was no longer gonna be a Republican because they were so far from me that I couldn't even. I didn't want to have that art my name. And I think there would have been other people like me would have said enough is enough already. So we do have an independent party, almost. The staunch Trump supporters. Well, and the Tea Party was somewhat independent, although they didn't actually form a party per se. But the people you're describing haven't formed their own party. They're just the uh, President Trump close allies within the Republican Party versus other long-term Republicans. But I think you're going to find most Republicans are going to rally behind the president come November just to make sure that, uh, you know, a Joe Biden or whomever is vice president you know, Comrade doesn't, Biden. doesn't get in office. Comrade no, Biden. You have so many I nicknames for him. Toomey, Toomey never goes to a Trump rally in Pennsylvania. Well, he's I wouldn't a, either. He's, he's borderline I I don't know. He just never shows up. But thank the Lord, we have people like Fred Keller, people like that that get behind our good president. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dan. You know, Appreciate your call. Guys have a great day. And we have an email here uh, from one of about our last caller before Dan. He says, Ivan was very uninformed on Russia, NATO paying their fair share, also troops from Germany. Some will come home. Others will be sent to Italy and France, I believe. So okay. Ivan was wrong. So the president's doing, I told you the president's done a half a dozen good things and about 99 bad ones. And I know that our next caller is going to agree about taking the troops out of Germany, and that would be Cindy. You're on the mark. Joe, you stepped on my line, man. Oh. Come on. <laughs> I agree 100% with removing the troops from Germany. You know, we have 
like uh, before this action, over 30,000 troops in Germany. Now, I ask you as a part of NATO, how many German troops are occupying here in the United States? <laughs> how many Italian troops it. are here? How many bases does Italy have? How about France? Wait, England. How many does <laughs> England have here? You know what the answer is? Zero. Zero, ladies and gentlemen. And yet we have many bases in every one of those countries. And it's, I understand at the beginning, when World War II was over, that we occupied these countries in order to preserve the peace. And it, and it became an economic stimulus, because when you've got 30,000 Americans there spending their money in that country, that's serious change going on in that country economically. Germany is a major competitor economically against our country, especially in manufacturing. So why on earth are we stimulating their economy by keeping our people there just in case you know it we didn't need we don't need nor should we occupy every country of the world it's it's reckless it's irresponsible it's unfair to the taxpayers here and to those families that are put in the position of being split apart while those occupations are going on how many so, bases do we have overseas hundreds 200 yes over a hundred but I, I don't like your hundred bases across the world. I don't like your and characterization of them seven as seven or eight in Italy. I can I remember that vividly. That or more in Japan. I mean, it's just absurd. And President Obama, you know, everybody's favorite peacenik. He he built more bases. He added a base to New Zealand, I believe it was, with six thousand. U.S. Marines in New Zealand. Like, why in the world is that our responsibility? <laughs> Just to protect I, w- them. I would debate your use of the word occupy. Occupy implies that we're there supervising things. We're not. We're there to add to the security of those countries and to provide uh, a second thought, if you will, between a country that might attempt to attack them, realizing that in attacking them, they're attacking the United States of America. There's a difference between that and occupying. All right, Joe, I'll give you that. But we, have, we, have, we do not need to remain in those countries anymore. We have a very fine fighting force that can arrive within days should they be under attack, and it's our responsibility to respond. But isn't it their responsibility to protect themselves yes, first? Yes, it is. Isn't it my job to lock my doors before I expect the Shemokin Dam police to keep me safe? Yes. Yes, it is. And isn't it reckless of me to not lock my doors and then complain because the Shemokin Dam police aren't constantly here protecting me from my own irresponsible behavior? Now, Germany made a collusion for a pipeline with Russia, so apparently they're not too threatened by Russia. They've made an agreement about that. So they're apparently willing to be economically and otherwise tied up with Russia. So why does someone want me to sit there and prevent Russia from attacking them? Good point. And there's no reason that we could not, if an issue came up, could we respond? Sure. And now we have the European Union. They're all supposed to be, you know, looking out for each other over there. I believe that our presence in Europe has become uh, outdated and superfluous. Did it have a purpose 75 years ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I won't argue that point. Did we rebuild that continent? Yes, we did, even though it wasn't our fault that it was bombed into the Dark Ages. But now is the time for us to reconsider where our resources are going and to bring our people home. That's what we should be doing now. Every dollar that's spent in Germany is a dollar taken from some American here. 
All right. We got you. Thank you so much, Cindy. Appreciate the call. Thank you, Cindy. As always, thanks. Thanks for checking in. 1-800-795-9565. We are talking about the stark and obvious differences between President Trump and Vice President Joe Biden, their candidacy, their endorsements. Comrade Biden. Right. We got some emails. We're done with the emails at the moment. Oh, we have some texts. We got some texts. So let me tell you about an important sponsor information. Would you please tell us about Sunbury Motors? I will. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Joe Lincoln's. Yes, they're a premier service provider too for all makes of cars and trucks. So it doesn't matter what kind of vehicle you have, they can fix it. Whether it's a great big truck with a I thousand wheels. I passed a cognitive test. You asked me a question and I remembered. Yes. <laughs> yeah, remember this. I'll ask you this at the end of the commercial. Okay. Ford, Hyundai, Kia, Lincoln. Okay, Lincoln, so Lincoln. hold on to Ford, that. Hyundai, all right, but they'll fix anything over the, that uh, a, uh, the service bay, which they call the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. They will be more than happy to pump you up with nitrogen. <laughs> Joe enjoys quite a bit of it himself over there <laughs> with the big tank. And uh, they make sure that your vehicle is tuned up, inspected, and there's just no type or size or form of vehicle that they can't fix. They're a master towing service with decades of damage-free experience. And if you need a new vehicle, Joe, what are the lists of vehicles? vehicles. Ford, Hyundai, Kia, Lincoln. All right, good for you. And they're the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks. Perfect. Jeez, you're in great shape. Fabulous. Okay, you and Coco and the president are on the same level. <laughs> so you can go see... God, can I have my banana now, please? I don't gorilla's pant, but can anyway. I, can I have my banana now? Kyle, Ernie, Austin, Jeff, and Jason, and Joe McGranahan are the people you want to see at the Sunbury Motor Company. Wikipedia says, despite recently closing hundreds of bases in Iraq and Afghanistan, the U.S. still maintains nearly 800, 800 military bases in more than 70 countries and territories abroad, from giant Little Americas and small radar facilities to Britain, France, and Russia, which, um, oh, I'm well, sorry, scratch, period, that, <laughs> small radar facilities, period, Britain, France, and Russia, by contrast, have 30 bases combined around the world and none in the U.S. Ramstein's one of the biggest, and that pertains to our good listener. How many Italian text. bases are here in the country? Start right here. <laughs> says, although I partly agree with Cindy, Ramstein Base serves many of our military personnel all over the world. For example, if you are serving pretty much anywhere overseas, you are sent there for major medical. We also use the air base there constantly for overseas flights. It serves many needs for the military. Okay. And that's true, it does. Chris, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Yeah, well, first of all, about the troops in overseas, I think they're there for uh, diplomatic uh, intelligence and logistics reasons, and they do provide some value, even though it has resulted in some bad decisions about going to war, having the availability. It's helped but make if bad they decisions. they eliminated all those, if you brought all the troops home like Sydney wants, Ask the Pentagon how many more ships, planes, submarines, etc. would we need? And I bet you they have a long list. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, the Biden is not an empty vessel. And uh, the communists, the, uh, Eric was wrong about one thing. The communist uh, Revolutionary uh, Party, whatever that name was, is a Maoist true believing group 
and it's very small and you've probably never heard of it. Hey. Okay, and, we hear you. And uh, the, the reason they're against anti is they're anti-fascist. And they thinking figuring communism is uh, the opposite of fascism, and they consider Trump a fascist. Now, that's their reason for being for Biden. David Duke's reason for uh, kind of supporting Trump is that he dog-whistles white supremacism all the time. <laughs> well, I think Joe so Biden dog-whistles communism. Different thing. I don't know. Don't you think Joe Biden dog-whistles communism? No. I've never heard Espousing of Espousing the Green New Deal and all these radical left-wing things. Deal Green has New nothing Deal. to do with communism. Sorry, Joe. I'm sorry it does. It's sound, <laughs> it's sound U.S. policy yeah, for the decades ahead. government controls something extra that you don't want them to control, and you, you don't want any environmental regulations. Want to get rid of our, and our you fracking? you every time uh, Trump eliminates one? What what's happening is that Biden wants to take away all of our energy jobs and make America energy dependent right, on other countries that, that, again. That's in their platform, I'm sure. That's it take is. Take away all our energy jobs. That's a dog whistle to the commies. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think so. I think uh, they're they're uh, that well. One thing about uh, Trump and communism that's not not or Trump and Putin that hasn't gotten a lot of publicity is that uh, the Russian bots on the Internet start, have started pushing the mail-in vote echoing the president, or the president echoing them, whichever way you want to take it. And, you know, you always talk about how tough the press is on, on Trump. It took 31 days before a reporter really asked him about the the bounty on U.S. troops. If, if uh, Obama had done that, they'd be after him every day on it. Well, that story's kind of died out, which leads me to believe, as I thought at the beginning, there was nothing to it. Well, there is something to it, and <laughs> the president has refused to re respond to it or talk to Putin about it. And has done nothing about it. It's just one of his, uh, uh, oh, I love you, uh, Putin. And he denied to me quite strongly that there was no Russian interference in our election. Yes. And I believed him. Yes. I mean, he uh, kowtows to him consistently, and that's part of his kowtowing. Well, when is your boy going to come out of his basement and start answering tough questions and My wind boy, up? My uh, is, is, first of all, he was the most uh, moderate's favorite favorite uh, choice. But then why is he going so far left? And so, and so it, I, I don't know if he is. No, oh, I think he's definitely headed that way. That's why I say he's an empty vessel in a cork well, floating on the water. That's why you use, uh, which way is Trump gone? Trump's been consistent. He's a right-winger. Yeah, his favorite president, and that he models his presidency after pretty much in what he does, is Richard Nixon. <laughs> his favorite lawyer is Roy Cohn. Aren't those wonderful people to make an example for what you want subtract, in a government? Subtract Watergate out of Richard Nixon, and you have a pretty good president. 
Yes, he was very liberal on uh, on ecological and government control. And he opened opened up China for the United States. Look at all we've gained from that, one way or the other. There's an asterisk there. Oh, so that was bad. No, I didn't say that was bad. It was uh, as, uh, I think it was from Star Trek. It's only, only Nixon could do it, because if any Democrat did it, the Nixon would have crucified them for it. <laughs> All right, Chris, we got to wrap up. we got a caller standing by. And Go that's ahead. That's the way politics works sometimes. We'll give you the last word, the Chris. It works Go all ahead. the time. <laughs> all right, Chris, thank you so much for checking in. Yeah, Thanks, Chris. Yep, appreciate too, that. We'll take this caller before the break. Good morning, Ernie. You're on the mark. Yes, thanks for taking my call. Thank God for the rain. Yeah, amen. Yeah, amen. And uh, thanks. Uh, you know, I, I I have a lot to say, and I know I don't have much time to say it. I, I just want to say this to some of your callers that call in every day putting down our president, okay? I want them to listen to the words to the song, God Bless the USA and the Ragged Old Flag by Johnny Cash. You know, I'm for God, guns, freedom, and our president. This year, what's going on is is awful this this chaos in our democrat-run cities i want to ask these people anybody that's going to vote democrat are you really for socialism and chaos and all this here our president before this china virus he had the best economy best unemployment low unemployment and now it's all blamed on him. He, he, did, he did everything, all these, even Democrat governors, appreciated what he did. He sent a hospital ship to California, one to New York, which they, very, they didn't even hardly use. Cuomo even praised the president. Now, last night, he wasn't. He's putting him down and everything else. It's what have you done for me lately. <laughs> it's what have you done for me lately. Yeah, uh, and they said he didn't act quick enough. Well, he put the travel ban on back in January. Biden called him every name in the book. And then a month and a half later, he calls him at the White House and apologized and said, you did the right thing. But yet they're still saying he didn't do enough. What would Biden have done? (laughs) Uh, All I can say is, you know, I know I don't have much time, but it's just like with last night on Fox News. And, you, you know, I know some people don't agree with that. But they, they tell the truth. They have, if you turn it to them other liberal stations, they twist stuff around. I can give you many examples of that. Just last night, they showed basketball players. They were all kneeling except one. He stood with his hand over his heart which that's what you should do. You live in America, okay? And he got interrogated for doing that. Now, that's not right. 
No. Uh, you do want him to be asked about it so that he can get his point across. I mean, he had a message. It wasn't just random The man's an ordained minister, too, and that was part of what he was He had a lot to doing, say, yeah. so if you don't interrogate him, you might not get his message out. Uh, do you? Did you guys ever watch Laura Ingram? Sure. Fox News? Uh, a little. I don't, know. Okay, I'll give you another example. The, really? The other night, last week one night, I, she always starts her show out with, you know, whatever, and... She showed a black man from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. An old black, well, he was 60 years old. Everybody loved him. He, he was a people person. He loved people. He loved everybody. He made homemade wooden signs up that he painted Bible verses on. He painted reelect Trump, Trump 2020, stuff like that. And he was for Trump. Well, he got rocks thrown at him. He was called vulgar names, stuff like that. He had threats against his life. Well, they showed a man, a black man, coming down the street on his bicycle, shot him dead in broad daylight because he was a Trump supporter. And Laura Ingram said, now, you know, black lives matter. They say black lives matter, but it just must mean some black lives. She said, you will not see this on CNN, MSNBC, they won't, they won't even show this. I hate to do this to you, Ernie. We have to stop because we're out of time. Okay. Okay. Technically, Thanks for you, calling. You, technically, you could continue, but uh, we're out of time we have altogether. To do a break, right? Yep, yep, yep. So, Ernie, call back tomorrow. You've got an open mic here anytime, 100%, anytime ever. So, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yep, thank you. Appreciate okay. that. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone. I thought we were done. Uh, No, we're not. we got another minute, so read that email, please. Okay, Mike Bowling says, For better or worse, we keep troop bases in some countries so they are not attacked by larger aggressive nations. Treaties are just words on paper unless we have troops on the ground. Ukraine found this out the hard way. Good point, Mike. Very good point. Oh, gosh. I think it's even more complicated than that. You uh, do. Now, there's the music again. Are we done? Or yeah, we now, this is the, now it's firing at now the Now we right must time. leave. I'm pushing random buttons here, so <laughs> just, yeah, goodbye. All right, comrade, we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow, State Senator John Gordner for the first 20 minutes of the show. Then we'll have open phones. We invite Ernie to come back with his additional thoughts about making America great, no matter what it takes. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury WKOK News Time. It is now 10 a.m. Time for the Dan Patrick Show.